Welcome to the Faith Assembly Podcast. We're so glad that you joined us today. It is our desire at Faith to help you connect, grow, and go in your walk with God. We hope you're encouraged by this message from Pastor Steve. Uh, last week, um, we launched a series of messages entitled Life in the Spirit. And our hope, our prayer in that sharing of this series of messages is that you discover new depths in the Lord and in the, in the work of the Holy Spirit in your own life. And that the end result is that you begin to grow and mature as a believer into the fullness of everything that God has in store for you. Amen? Amen. So uh, this week, continuing that series of messages, Pastor Lisa is going to come and encourage you today. Would you make her welcome as she comes to this pulpit? I'm telling you, you are in store for an amazing word today. Amen. Are you excited to be in the house of God today? Oh, yes, it has been. I tell you, uh, this, this week, I knew that I was going to be bringing the word today. And so I got, you know, a little under the weather and I started feeling sick this week, just some, some physical things. But I'm telling you, the word is about to come forth this morning. And my husband, he kept reminding me, he said, now last Sunday, I was a little under the weather and I shared the word, so I know you can. So, you know, he was making me feel all, you know, you got to get this done. But I want to get this done because I believe that there are great things in the house today. Day. But you know what? I'm going to need, I'm going to need you this morning to believe with me. I'm going to need you to know that God has something for you today. And if you will push into that, if you'll enter into that, God's going to bring down some walls in our lives today. He's going to break through some walls today in this community and in this nation. Are you with me? Oh yes, so thankful to be in the house of God today. And I'm, today I'm sharing on life in the spirit. It's not a perfect life. Look at your neighbor and go ahead and tell them, I don't have a perfect life. Life in the spirit is not a perfect life. And you know, through your life, I'm sure you've heard this before, no matter your age, but you know, you get to an age though, where all of a sudden this thing that you've heard before, where people say, life is short. Life is so short. You know, you get to an age in life where that just kind of hits differently, right? It just kind of stings a little differently to understand that life is short. James 4.14 reminds us that life is but a vapor. Life is but a vapor. It's here for a little time and then it's gone. And for myself, I can't say that I consider myself to be a Bible scholar, certainly not. And I'm probably not the most articulate Bible teacher that you will ever hear. But what stands before you this morning is a woman who wants to tell her story to be the key that could unlock your victory. I want to be a woman who says, you know what, I walk in life that is in the Spirit because of the Holy Spirit that has come to guide me and comfort me and teach me. But my life is not perfect, and I will not stand by and allow the devil to use the imperfections in my life to destroy me, but instead I will declare that God is good and He is greater than anything that comes against you. We want to bring glory to God with our lives. 
When our lives line up with the Word of God and show forth the glory of God, it can be the key that can unlock the lock for somebody else's breakthrough today. How many of you in the house today would be so bold and courageous in the spirit today to lift your hand and say, I need a breakthrough today. I need some sort of breakthrough today. Absolutely, there's nothing wrong in that because we can be Christians and we can live a life in the spirit, but we also do not have a perfect life. Now, Pastor Steve has been preaching so fervently about how God has a purpose for us and how God wants to use us. He wants to use this church to 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 do great things for the glory of God. And Pastor Steve is now sharing with us a series of messages about how important the role of the Holy Spirit is in our lives to guide us, to comfort us, and so importantly, to give us power to be bold and courageous. And that power gives you a boldness and a courageous spirit to go out and share your story, to go out and share the gospel, but it also gives you a courageous spirit to step out and speak up and be all that God wants you to be. Anybody in the house today ready for that? Because when we get a hold of that and we do that, friend, I'm here to tell you revival is here. I truly believe that revival is here, but I also believe it's only the beginning. Rhapsody, oh my goodness, she read that scripture this morning that confirmed and echoed what Pastor Steve preached a couple of weeks ago where he talked about how God wants us to be in the river, even the first song that we sang. But he doesn't want you to just be in the river with your toes. He wants you to be in the river all the way as deep as you can possibly go. And it's only the beginning, church. We are only seeing the first wave, the first level of water that God wants to take us into. In my life, I've always been a church girl. I've been to church and I grew up in church from the time I was literally born. I attended all the things church and those things are so important. I urge you today, don't let the devil rob that from your family. Make coming together with the body of Christ a priority. You're gonna grow in the life of the spirit to be here in the house of God. It's important that your family be here to be educated and mentored in the things of God. Nothing can replace that. But as a Christian, doing all the things church, also in my life, I'm aware that there have been struggles in my life that I have had to deal with over and over, and I'm not even gonna stop there, over and over and over again. Anybody with me? We see in Deuteronomy 2, 3, we see a group of people that this happened to. Because you see, I don't know all that these people were going through and I'm not gonna totally unpackage this, this account in the Word today, but we see a group of people, and I'm gonna simplify this for us today. The Lord brought forth a word to this group of people and what I do know today that I want you to know is that this group of people was wandering around in the desert. As a matter of fact, this group of people was wandering around in the desert and they circled and they circled and they circled the same mountain. 
But God saw that group of people and he sent forth a word in Deuteronomy 2.3 and he said, you have circled this mountain long enough, turn northward. You have circled this mountain long enough, turn northward. Now what I know about this life is that things happen in this life that hurt us. Things happen in this life that disappoint us and truly things happen in this life that can seem to break us at times. And I don't know if you know this or not, but not everyone that wanders around and around and around the mountain is necessarily lost. Not everyone circling the mountain one too many times is unsaved. You see, there's a lot of Christians who need a breakthrough. Come on, church. There's a lot of Christians people seated in this room today who need a breakthrough. You are circling and you are circling and you are circling with the same hurt and the same disappointment and the same trauma. And I'm not saying it's not real, but what I am saying today is that God desires to give you a breakthrough. Why? Because he desires to use you for his glory. Psalm 73, 26 says, my flesh and my, my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and he is my portion forever. Now Psalm 73 that I just read to you was written by Asaph and he was a person who was appointed by David to be in charge of the singing in the house of Yahweh. Come on y'all, he was the worship leader and he said, my flesh and my heart may fail but God is my portion and God is my strength forever. He was the leader of the songs that the people sang to give praise to God and yet his life was not exempt from hurt, from trauma, from disappointment. He said, I'm about to feel like my heart is about to fail, but I'm telling you who is my strength. I'm telling you who gives me life. I'm telling you who is my portion forever, and it is God Almighty. You're not exempt today, but you also have the gift that God is your portion and God will be your strength today. And the God that you serve today desires for you to live whole. Look at your neighbor and say, whole. In this life, we walk through desert places. We encounter spaces in life that impact us. These spaces come with questions trauma of things that have happened to us in this life and it can leave you feeling broken. But God wants you to live whole. It can leave us feeling empty. And in those moments where we deal with those hard spaces in life, certainly many times as we reflect on those places, we don't feel very whole. But God created you to be whole in him. He created you with a purpose and God's desire for us is that we would be completely whole in him. Maybe you're like me and as you ponder your life and, and, and as I was pondering mine, even writing this sermon, I began to realize just like Asaph reminded us, I'm not exempt from pain and suffering. 
You're not exempt from the hard places of life. We all have challenges and life comes with scars. And the truth is we all carry burdens that can try to break our wholeness. These burdens can come in the form of financial struggles, relationship challenges, a frustrating work life, loss in life, mental health, abuse, addictions, and all of these are areas that the enemy wants to use in your life to bring you to a place of feeling unworthy for God to use your life for his glory. And it can feel as though all we ever experience and all we can ever see and all we can ever focus on is the brokenness. Yet God says today that walls are coming down in your life and you will walk out of this place whole in the name of Jesus, I declare it. You see, we can't stay in the brokenness because it is those dark places that lead to anxiety. We can't stay in the brokenness because it is those places in your life that the enemy will have just a party with and will take you into depression and fear and loneliness. But the good news is we don't have to live in the brokenness. We can live in the wholeness. We can have life in the spirit because the Holy Spirit will bring purpose to your pain. The Holy Spirit will comfort you, heal you, and lead you to life abundantly. I want to speak to those today in the house who are willing to say, I need a breakthrough and I'm believing for my breakthrough today. Maybe it's not your personal breakthrough, but maybe you need to stand today for somebody who needs a breakthrough. Maybe it's a child, maybe it's a family member, maybe it's this community, maybe it's this nation. Whatever God is stirring in your heart today, I'm telling you it is time that the church of God and the Christians on the pew get the breakthrough they need and we're going to move forth and we're going to see revival in in a new way, in a powerful way. Why do we need breakthrough? A breakthrough is something that changes the course of your life going forward. The life that you're living now and the things that you're dealing with and the places that have never healed, I want to tell you today, you can heal. And if you will receive your breakthrough, it's gonna change the path of your life moving forward and things will never be the same for you. Because I know that when God speaks, things change. I know that in the presence of God, your breakthrough comes and you will not encounter God and leave here today like you came through the door. Praise God. Most of what a breakthrough requires is for you to have courage and the bravery to stop settling for second best. See, God did not send his son to this earth to give you second best. God did not send Jesus to this earth to die on the cross and give his life and be raised victoriously to set an example for you to live in bondage, in need of a breakthrough. It is time that we stop circling the mountains of this life and that we turn northward in the name of Jesus. Now today, Due to the way last week was and, and the sickness and everything, I did not get my prop together, so I want y'all to just get your imagine. what they say in school, get your imagination cap on with me. And I want you to imagine that there's a wall up here. 
And maybe right now in your mind, this wall is about this tall. And you've walked through life and you know what? You love the Lord and you come to church and you sing the songs and you praise God and you say, God, I love you. God, I want to live for you. God, I want to change this community. God, I want to walk in my calling with you. And you start out on that and then because of the hurt, because of the trauma, because of the lies, because of the spouse that left you, because of what you've seen and heard, because of your financial difficulty and the list goes on and on, you step out into that and ooh, you hit the wall. You hit the wall and there it is. It stands there and oftentimes in life you just stand there and you look at the wall and you're like, God, where are you? And it feels like you're over here on this side of everything that has come against you in life. And you just see the wall and as life goes on, it's like blocks build up in the wall and the wall gets taller and taller and taller. All the while, Christians, we're in church and we're raising our hands and we love the Lord, but God has so much more for us. And if we could see into the spirit today and understand that we don't serve a natural God, we serve a supernatural God today that wants to do with you more than you could think or imagine but here's the wall and even Christians today they look at that wall and they feel like I'm here here's the wall and if I can just peep around the wall I think God is on the other side of the wall somewhere church I'm here to tell you today God's not on the other side of the wall he's on the other side of the wall yes but he's not just on the other side of the wall he's on this side of the wall with you and he's in the middle of the wall and I'm telling you he's about to come through in the name of the spirit today Holy Spirit come and break the wall down bust through the wall and take us to the other side life doesn't look like you thought Life doesn't look like you had it planned. Oh, you thought you heard the call of God, but it didn't work out like you thought it was. And now you're saying, God, where are you? Have you forgotten me? You trusted people in your life. People that you love, people that you counted on. Where are those people today? Have they betrayed you? Have they lied about you? Have they come against you in some way? You raised those babies up to love the Lord and today you see them out there running from God. Where is God in all of this? What is happening? There's a wall. But today I want you to understand and I want to answer the question for you, who created the wall? Well, the devil creates the wall, yes. The word says he's the father of lies and the creator of deceit. But you also have allowed the wall to be built in your life. Because these things do come into our lives, but too often we forget that we serve a God who breaks down walls. We serve a breakthrough God. We serve a supernatural God. We serve a God that is greater than all of this. And he's not left you on this side of the wall as the wall builds in life. No, he's with you on this side of the wall, in the middle of it all, and he'll be with you on the other side. C.S. Lewis says, hardships often prepare ordinary people for extraordinary destiny. We got any ordinary people in here today? Do we have any ordinary people in here today ready to see God do some extraordinary things through them? Oh God, let it be. Because if the devil can keep you busy building a spiritual barrier instead of walking in your spiritual breakthrough, 
then he's got you bound. But I declare and I decree today in the name of Jesus that we're not going to continue to focus on the spiritual barrier. We're not going to continue to build walls in our lives, but we're going to link hands with the God of the miraculous and we're going to move forward in the name of Jesus. Because when we have revelation of who we are in Christ, we understand some things about this life that God has given us. And we have a clearer understanding of our breakthrough that has been provided for us. And every time we get a revelation of these couple of things that I'm going to share, a piece of the wall comes down in the presence of God. Are you ready? Number one, life is not about the brokenness. It's about the power of God's love through the brokenness. Life is not about the brokenness. It's about the power of God's love through the brokenness. When you understand the power of God's love, we know that nothing broken in our lives can change his love for us. While we were yet sinners, we serve a God that died for us. God loves you. Doesn't matter if you're a new believer or if you've served the Lord for years, it brings wholeness in the face of brokenness and it will try to break you down. But when you know that God loves you and nothing can change that, my friend, you will become victorious. This has been true since the words in Genesis. In the beginning, God, the very first words in the Bible. In the story of the beginning, God created all of creation and he topped it off with the creation of man, of human. You see, this was part, this was the part of the creation that he created to love, to have fellowship with him, to have relationship with him. You see, God did not just want things, he wanted fellowship and he wanted relationship with you. Man is the only creature with the ability to love God and to respond to the love of God. That's you and me. That's you and I. That's how much he loved us. And if that wasn't enough, all throughout the accounts of the Bible, centuries of time, God continued to demonstrate his love for man. In the Old Testament, we read the deliverance of his people through the flood, coming out of Egypt and through the exile. God always delivers his people and God is in the house today to deliver you. The same God that we see bring deliverance, yes, Lord, all through the Bible is here today to bring deliverance in your life. That same God that loved his people throughout history loves you today. When the brokenness of life tries to destroy you, remember, God loves you. Say it with me. God loves you. When the moments of hurt and insecurity come in, let's remember, God loves you. Though it seems no one cares about you, my God cares. He cares about you because he loves you. Listen, when friends and family members let you down, let's remember that Jesus is a friend like no other. He will always be there. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you because God loves you. Jesus said about himself, greater love hath no man than this, that he would lay down his life for his friends. God loves you today in all circumstances. It's wonderful to have people in your life that love you, but the love in your life that will give you breakthrough is God's love. Not the love of the person that betrayed you, not the love of the spouse that hurt you, not the love of the job that let you go. You see, you can have all that seemingly perfect in your life 
and not have breakthrough because it's God's love alone that will give you breakthrough in this life for the hard things you face. One of my favorite hymns, and it's an old one that I heard growing up as a little girl, and it's called The Love of God. Maybe you don't know that hymn, you can look it up later, but The Love of God. And it was written by Frederick M. Lehman in 1917, and one of the verses goes like this. Could we with ink the ocean fill, and were the skies of parchment made, were every stalk on earth a quill and every man a scribe by trade to write the love of God above would drain the ocean dry, nor could the scroll contain the whole though sketched from sky to sky. And maybe those exact words don't mean anything to you, but what should mean something to you is the depth and the strength and the height of God's love. Because you see, while the songwriter would love to take credit for all the verses of this song, he never did. In fact, Lehman wrote many years later that these lines that I read to you had been found penciled on the wall of a patient's room in an insane asylum after this person had been carried to their grave. It's hard to believe that such beautiful lyrics could come from the mind of someone in such turmoil the mind of someone that was in a room in an insane asylum. And I know none of us here in this place today are seated in a mental hospital, but the words written that were, be, were added to this song shows that the love of God can go past anything that is trying to destroy you. The love of God can surpass anything that is robbing your peace or seemingly troubling your mind. Today, if you will but focus on the truth that God's love is greater than that, you're going to receive your breakthrough today. Because God's love will keep you when you feel like you're about to lose it. Praise God. All too often, because of the lies of the devil, we can find ourselves in bondage to brokenness. But if we will change our perspective to truth, we would be reminded that God's love is so great that he will take your brokenness. He will take the parts of your life that feel so empty, that feel so ruined, that truly do feel so broke, and he will use it to bless you, and he will use it to bring glory to himself. Every single time what the devil intended for evil, God will turn it around for good. It's not a cliche. It's not just something we say every single time. Number two, in the middle of life's brokenness, God will seek you out. When Adam and Eve were facing a very challenging moment in the garden, they hid themselves because of a moment of brokenness. They were overcome with guilt. You see, they had eaten of the forbidden fruit and they had disobeyed God. But in Genesis, it says that they heard the voice of God walking in the garden and he was coming. He was taking the initiative to seek them out. And he said, where are you? Where are you? God took the initiative to call forth to Adam, giving him an invitation. When he said, where are you, Adam and Eve? You know what God was saying? He was seeking them out and he was saying, in the middle of your mistake, in the middle of your hurt, in the middle of your brokenness, come into my presence. Come into my presence because in my presence, God says there is forgiveness. 
In my presence, God says there is healing and there is wholeness. Oh, today, don't allow your broken places to burden you. Instead, know that the God that loves you so much is seeking you out today and He's inviting you into His presence. If you're confused, if you're depressed, if you're disappointed in the valley or the mountaintop, God is there for you today. Don't hide away like Adam and Eve tried to do in the garden. Because when you hide away, it's that place of isolation where the devil tries to convince you that you're unworthy and all you can see is the brokenness of your life. But today, I'm here to tell each of us that God sees a beautiful vessel and He sees the potential that is within you. And in His presence, He will make an exchange with you today that is so beautiful. You see, the broken places don't always disappear. But because of God's love and His desire to see you victorious, He'll seek you out and He'll take up the broken places and He'll use them for your glory. Just like the wall that was there that we saw, when the power of God comes in and that wall is shattered, there's still gonna be pieces laying all around because sometimes God doesn't choose to just take those away. He leaves them there. Do you know why He leaves them there? Because if you could just picture with me today as I step up on one of those blocks, I become higher. I become higher in the presence of God. As I step up on one of those blocks that tried to destroy me, I become closer to God. I become stronger in God. And I become the key to somebody's victory for breakthrough. Isaiah 61, 1 through 4. Track with me really quick. I want to read to you about this beautiful exchange. I'm actually going to skip down a few verses. It says that... um, to proclaim, verse two, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn. That's why the Spirit of the Lord is on us. That's why the life of the Spirit is so important. And provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. And they'll be called the oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of His splendor. Listen, God's going to rebuild some ancient ruins and restore some places that have been devastated. He's going to renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. It doesn't matter if your broken places include generations. Today, when your breakthrough comes, it stops with you. Beauty for ashes. Oil of joy for mourning. Anybody in the house want this today? Garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. You see, our ashes are the broken places of our lives, but we don't serve a God who wants to just pacify you in your ashes. He wants to raise you up today and put a fire on the inside of you that you can declare the goodness of God because you know a God that has brought His people out and He's gonna bring you out as well. God will make an exchange with you as you come into His presence. Don't hide away, be found whole in God. Praise Jesus. And this message today is not just for those who are away from a relationship with Jesus because there are a lot of Christians who need to be whole today. They're held back because they've heard and they've believed some lies of the devil. But the walls will come down today. 
the walls in your life, the walls in this community and in this nation, because as I told you, God is not just on the other side of the wall. He's in this place today. He's in the middle of your mess today. He is with you. And the stuff that the devil tries to hinder you with, God is greater. You have circled this mountain long enough. And church, for there to be a breakthrough, something has to break. Either you want a breakthrough or you don't. I know that sounds harsh, okay? I'm talking about it today. I'm talking about breakthrough. I'm talking about the importance of breakthrough. I'm talking about what our God is capable of doing. And you can make the choice today. You can continue to circle and circle and circle, or you can stand up in this place today and say, God, I want my breakthrough and I need something to break. Cycles must break. Stinking thinking must break. Perspective must change. And understanding that just because the breakthrough comes doesn't mean that everything's going to disappear, but it does mean that you're going to walk victorious in a God that is greater than anything the enemy throws at you. Oh God, today healing over lies, healing for hurt, healing for the scars, and what the devil told you is ugly is beautiful in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. One lie that you can believe is I can't. Anybody ever heard that lie? I can't, I can't stop you before you even start. Here you are, you're at the wall. I can't, I can't, I can't stop you before you start. I can't overcome, I can't overcome this fear, this addiction. I can't have a good marriage, I'm a failure. I can't be good enough, I can't forgive those who have wounded me. But those who want to choose today to walk in truth will stand with me and say to the face of the enemy, oh, but yes, I can because I can do everything because my God is great. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who will give you the strength. He will give you the power. He will give you the courage through life in the spirit. There's also one other lie that says God won't. God won't help me. God won't forgive me. God won't hear me. God won't love me. These are cries of a hurting heart. The places that the devil tries to destroy you with, are the very places that the Spirit of God, that the anointing of God will flow out of in your life. No wonder the devil wants to keep you focused on the wall. No wonder the devil wants to keep you circling the mountain instead of turning northward. No wonder the devil doesn't want you to understand that when you were shattered and you were broken like the pottery, no wonder the devil doesn't want you to understand that you serve a God that picks up all those pieces. And he wants to put them back together today and he wants to give you your breakthrough. And isn't it beautiful that it says in that art that they fill those places with gold. Do you know the word of God says in Job, and if you don't know about Job, go read about him. Man, he had a hard time. Man, he had just some difficult things he had to go through. People turned their back on him. Things were taken from him. Just a hard, hard life. Many of us never faced anything like that. But it says in Job that when he was tried by the fire, he would come forth as gold because of his God. Oh, church, today God's going to do something miraculous. Because if you stay in bondage and don't receive your breakthrough today, your life in the spirit, see, God might pour it in. You're a Christian, you love God. But if you don't allow those broken places in your life to be used for God, that water's just gonna stay inside of you 
and it's going to become stagnant and it's become like algae and it's going to just begin to be sitting there. But today, if you'll get your breakthrough and you'll lay your brokenness on the altar before God, I don't care how long you've served the Lord, there is a place in you today that needs to be broken. Cycles need to be broken. People need to be set free because you need to go ahead. Come on, picture with me right now. Here's the wall. Come on, church. Your highest praise. We are going to break through the wall today in the name of Jesus. Some people are going to be set free today. And listen, those broken places aren't going to hinder you anymore. But the Spirit of God is going to begin to just seep out of those broken places. And victory is going to be yours. And it's going to spread to other people around you. One last thing. The disciples were there in the book of John. And Thomas, he didn't believe. I don't believe, Lord. I don't believe all this stuff you're saying. And Jesus said, and I'm just moving through the story quickly. Jesus said, oh, Thomas, but look at my scars. Thomas, do you want to touch my hand where the nails went in? Thomas, do you want to touch my side where they pierced me? And when Thomas saw the scars, he said, oh, Lord, my God, I believe. I believe you are the son of the living God. I believe you are king of kings and Lord of lords. And today, if you will but lay your brokenness on the altar before God and you will allow your breakthrough to come, others are going to see your scars. Others are going to see your broken places. And it's going to cause them to have victory. And they're going to look and say, oh, what God has done for you, he's going to do it again. He's going to do it again. It seems like you've circled that wall one too many times, but today is the last time because he's about to do it again in this place today. If that's you today, if you're willing to walk forward and say, I just want to give God all my broken places. I just want to lay my brokenness down before God because I want God to use me mightily. I believe there is breakthrough in the house today. I love to pray with people at the altar and I would love to pray with you and just lay hands on you and believe that God would take you deeper. If that's you today, maybe you want to move forward for our community or for our nation or maybe it's something personally. Whatever it is, I believe that breakthrough is in the house today. If that's you, come. If not, let's just worship together and believe for great things. We hope you enjoyed this inspirational message today. If you would like more information about Faith Assembly, please visit us on the web at faith-assembly.org. Thanks again for joining us and we hope you have a blessed day.